It's Not one of the yet. shows I really want to touch on because it's one of my old favorites. Kind of reminds me of that uh, Johnny Quest cartoon. Mm. I thought uh, I don't know how. Yeah, how? Well, how the spaceship. What? What? That what, just that makes it even more of a mystery, Bill. Yeah, they're uh, they're Earthbound. I thought. I hope you're recording right now because I want this on the B-roll. <laughs> what? I do too. <laughs> we are recording, actually. Excellent. How does that? <laughs> How, how, how does a spaceship <laughs> breathe, with arms yeah. Yeah. remind you of Johnny Quest? I would assume because they had, that, they had that jet that they flew around in, right? With arms? They had <laughs> it had wings. <laughs> yes. It could be similar to arms. No. A steamboat Willie a little bit, yeah, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is equivalent to to being reminded of Steamboat Willie. I would love to see the 12 de degrees of separation of how that picture got him to Johnny Quest. <laughs> Give Bill time and he will make it. Uh, I'm sure he will. <laughs> I, like, how many drinks have you had, Bill? Because I'm drunk and I can't make that connection. I mean, he started pretty early. Like, I saw his Facebook post of, like, chicka chicka what? <laughs> I, I started at the, about the same time, but I was kind of worried uh, that I wouldn't be able to start the Zoom session. Wow! Yeah, Linda, you're his... supposed to be watching him. I Did wouldn't have skip, let him have any alcohol till just before we came all on. All the civilized alcohols and go straight to the Jägermeister bill because you're like, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like it's fair for you to place. Bill's safety on Linda's head. I didn't say his safety. I said his containment to be containment. workable in our professional podcasting sessions. You can't contain Bill. You can only minimize the damage. Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm John. I'm Linda. I'm Seth. I'm Jenna. And joining us this week is Mark Kitchell, returning guest, and Devin Price from the podcast Thoughts and Shots. What's up, everybody? <laughs> hey, welcome, guys. Welcome. Hey. Yes, welcome hey. to an After Dark Podcast. Right. We have friends. Yeah. Although, although Mark, Mark, Linda, and Devin are kind of giving away the fact that it's not really after dark because they have lit up windows or door windows. Well, I can't help it that it's like the longest day of the year was yesterday. So. Right. Right. In our minds. It's, it's after, after dark. dark somewhere, right? And I mean, it's also, I believe, white curtains. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's dark somewhere, Bill. 
That's I, right. I after dark is more a state of mind and blood alcohol level. Yes, accurate. <laughs> Both accurate. of which are going to go way high. <laughs> now this episode, we're going to kind of focus on something a little bit different. We're going to be talking about anime, or as I like to call it, cartoons. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, Bill. Son of a bitch. Bill. Does so part of our <laughs> yeah part of our uh, rules for this podcast is every time I call anime a cartoon, there's the word again. That everyone has count. to take a drink. That doesn't count. <laughs> okay. it doesn't count. It doesn't. It doesn't count as part of the rules. When oh. you're explaining the rules, yeah, it shouldn't count as the rule. Damn it! Yeah, only if you want a drink. <laughs> you guys are not hardcore enough. That's the problem. But, How dare you? Like, <laughs> Bill. Well, because we don't want the end of the podcast just turning into. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> I like it. I like why it should already. Why should this podcast be an exception? Be any different? <laughs> God, facts. Bill is a curmudgeon. Does not watch anime. So, no, no, that's not true. Bill, can you give us enough time to lay down a premise for this before you absolutely diss it? Like, I know you're going to... (laughs) No, I'm not going to diss it. I'm going to say, Seth did um, have me watch something with a... It was a a robot with a ghost in it. What was it called? It was Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Robot? Damn it, Bill. (laughs) That's one of the best ever, Bill. That was basically just a cartoon. Like, Oh, Linda, yes! <laughs> Damn it, Linda. You're playing dirty tonight. <laughs> They're teaming up on us, and we're not even two seconds in. <laughs> There's no machinery in there, Bill. Do we have a kill switch? Like, if it starts to just degrade, it'll well, turn itself off. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's, what, a, it's a suit of armor <laughs> that's right. got a, a ghost in it, then. It's not a, it's not a robot. Okay, uh, let me explain it properly. Please. Oh, Seth, can you please. turn up your audio a little bit? You're awful faint. Oh, no. Faint? Uh, let me. That's never happened. Podcast. <laughs> Mark, getting the digs in early. How's this? <laughs> That's better. That's better. Okay. So, Full Metal Alchemist is one of the, I'd say, premier works of anime about yes. Edward and Brotherhood. El- Elric. Ooh. Brotherhood. Let's talk about which version, because there's two. Okay. Either version that you're watching are both excellent. Brotherhood two is versions of Full Metal Alchemist. There are. Yes. Huh. Uh, Which one two. did I watch? You watched Brotherhood. The, uh, it's unquestionably the better version, but yeah. the original version is still just so good. If you say so. Okay, Linda. I see <laughs> your sass, and I erase you. No. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist is one of the best anime to ever be produced in terms of music, animation quality, story quality, just overall quality. How would you say it compares to Johnny Quest? Uh, About 80 billion percent better than Johnny Quest. I almost choked on my breadstick. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny Quest, which is... We can't start... We really can't start killing other podcasters in our first crossover event. This is why we can't have nice things. I just joined the network and now I'm going to get murdered by it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Devin oh. and uh, Thoughts and Shots is, uh, by the way, part of the Synergy Nation Network podcast. So uh, hopefully in our first crossover, we do not murder him. Yes, what because that would probably be cause it. for eviction from the podcast network. Mikey, help me. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Mikey, only Lucian. <laughs> Lucian. Yeah. <laughs> this is starting to degenerate into like ask a boomer about brotherhood. And it's like, you don't know what to feel about that. Oh, but, we but like, to be fair, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood's like a more mainstream tame anime. And I thought we were going to get into the weird shit tonight. Oh, yeah. We're, Ooh, the gore fest. We need the we're going to get into the weeds tonight. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of gateway animes I brought, I was going to bring to the table. Oh, oh, is that the two? The, so that's the two versions Linda just shared on the screen there. Yeah. So the original Full Metal Alchemist came out while the the manga, the comic, was still in the process of being made. You said comic. No. Son of, wait, no, that doesn't count. Yeah, comic. I'm I'm kind of translating for you old folks who may not know what manga is. Hey, just. So manga is just another word for comic. Mm -hmm. well, it's, it's got a lot of we go on this because I feel like that's going to be a new thing. <laughs> yeah. So like, there's there, there's a lot in the terminology there. Uh, manga is uh, Japanese. It's also a reference to the style of drawing. Like I would say, it's closer to say graphic novel. Wouldn't you agree, Sam? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe not. Because uh, th there's a lot there. Yeah, I guess the through. serials that they used to do with the different uh, magazines, monthly magazines, that would make sense. Hmm. Yeah, so there it is. Manga, Japanese comic style, traditionally black and white. Some manga is found serialized in magazines, hmm. but most likely you will find multiple chapters bound in one book. So, so why just is, black and white? Uh, that's just the normal presentation style. Ink is expensive, yo. Uh, it just kind of differences in how it's published, I guess. Hmm. We could do a whole podcast on the differences between manga and Western style comics. I was just cracking up that directly here. under that manga was just directly just saying Nani. Nani? Or Baka. Oh, Baka. So, anyway. Baka? The first. Baka means stupid. <laughs> Nani is what? Anyway, the first Full Metal Alchemist is what came out, the full series. It started when the manga started coming out and kind of finished its run before the manga had finished. So kind of like Game of Thrones, it had, the TV series had finished its run before the original source material had finished coming out. Brotherhood is based much more on the full run of the original comic and Ooh. thus has a deeper connection to the source material than the original. Um, man, you're making me dream of a Game of Thrones Brotherhood where it has a good ending. <laughs> I mean, if you think that, uh, that uh, HBO isn't going to come out with a season eight second run after George R. R. <laughs> R. Martin finally finishes, it's... Uh, his series, you're God, jokes on that. Jokes on all of us. They're just gonna do a spinoff. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be all about the prequels. Nah, it's going to be all about Arya stabbing people in the throat. I'm yeah. there. I, I the entire episode is just going to <laughs> I wanted the Arya Stark West of Westeros series so bad. West of Westeros. That would have been great. Damn it. So what? anyway, Mark, mm -hmm. you haven't said anything yet, and I'm going to make you say something. <laughs> Thus it is written in the Book of Rage. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Some cartoon, West. no doubt. Johnny Quest. <laughs> I thought so. Johnny Quest. Johnny goddamn Quest. Book of Rage. So, yeah. That's, I think that should be the title for this episode is Johnny Goddamn Rage. <laughs> oh, the main bad guy in that series. Just so bad. I have a funny feeling this episode will lend itself to plenty of titles by the time we're done. <laughs> oh, how is manga and anime different from hentai? Oh boy! Oh, oh, oh God, Bill! Hentai is a genre. You because that's what because that's no, what Charles likes to watch. No, to quote, to quote Stanley. How dare office. you do that to Charles when he's not here to yeah. defend himself? Yeah, no, no, that's no, dirty. No, that, that, is, that is underhanded, Bill. No, no he said it no. himself on the show before. Mm -hmm. he, he did not. He did too. He has professed a liking waifus, but he—I don't think oh. waifus. <laughs> All right, so. No, so how do waifus relate to anti? No, 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 no. They're unrelated. They are relatable. But first, we have to clarify then what hentai is, and I will pass the the podium to Jenna, the the hentai mistress of the show. Ah, all right, Jenna. So you have to understand, anime versus manga is those are mediums. Anime yeah. being the animation, manga being the comic book paper that type of thing, or like maybe even a web online comic. Right. Um, hentai is a genre, which is akin to sexual themes. If people want, want so to be So it'd be like just, the difference between like a detective yes. cartoon and a superhero cartoon. No. No. Well, it's no. a different genre. <laughs> no. It's no. no. So if so you just want to be blunt, you could call hentai porn. But you could call it that, and it would be. It would be, but there would be a lot who would argue that there's a lot of nuances to that because there's various levels. But so I mean, it's like, more of an so, artsy point. Because some people would say so, like any TNA anime is hentai that or what, fan service. What, what was that? Any TNA like oh. tits and ass anime. Well, it's a lot oh. of anime. Well, there. Okay, Jenna. There's Eki. What Eki? Eki. C-H-I-I. Eki. Eki is the... It's... Uh-oh. Someone's showing. Uh-oh. Yeah, containing sexual that? themes without being explicit. That's very a very good definition. I think, like, Monster Mucine is one of the good examples I, of that. I wanted to bring that one up. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Go were on, a lot about yourself. Go on. Everyday no. life with monster girls. Mm. <laughs> they tread the line between etchy and hentai very right. close. So, yeah, it's, it's not really an absolute, it's a spectrum. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, monster girls. So, hentai is pretty much out and out porn. It translates pretty much exactly into pervert. 
what is it, cartoon porn? Oh, yeah. That's but also the thing is, so, <laughs> here's the thing. Oh, goddammit! Oh, she tricked us! Ah. <laughs> so, but here's, that, here's the thing. You can have a non-hentai anime with hentai episodes. So the latest uh, season of Castlevania, season 30, it is more of a horror gore anime, but there was a hentai episode. Okay, I need to watch the latest ep- the latest okay, season of Castlevania. That brings up <laughs> a good point of like, what would you consider certain moments during Food Wars? Where they definitely are showing like uh, moments where, you know, the people are experiencing some form of food orgasm and they make the noises of it. <laughs> Now, that's my kind of show. <laughs> <laughs> Linda is down with food orgasm, I think. Yes. Say, I can't be the only one that has actually seen Food Wars because it's wild. I've never I, can't, I can't watch food shows because then I'll eat all the things. <laughs> I mean, that's why I got this. So. <laughs> you really have to be careful with that, Devin, because when you move quickly with the breadstick, it doesn't quite look like a breadstick. <laughs> <laughs> they usually shoved in your mouth. Uh, uh. <laughs> a bit off the tip, though. So. Definitely just, hentai. Just the tip. Definitely, this episode <laughs> was definitely hentai. Yeah, if you animated me doing that, it would look like hentai. No, and right. Devin is confirmed. It's all I about. Thank you. I thank you, owe Charles, an apology. For what? Not no. you, Bill, for oh. saying that he was he in the. He said it himself on one of these episodes. I don't think he did. Oh, he did. Pretty, pretty sure he didn't say that. You, you're, you're, never, you're never. You're well, never. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask him. <laughs> he is not here to defend himself. No, I'm gonna ask him about. He wouldn't it. care. <clears throat> I think it's time for our first call-in guest. Knowing Charles, Charles would just say, yeah, yeah well. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's a tough story. It is. <laughs> so going on to abstract, interesting animes, uh, <laughs> that's maybe not Hedai. Uh, one I was going to bring up that's like old school, but it's kind of fun if you like sci-fi is Area and the Zerum, which was a Gesundheit. No, oh, thanks. <laughs> which God, was... That got me. That got me. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that is, was like, too good. Oh, Lord, bamboo. So, oh, Area and the Zerum is a bamboo. <laughs> interesting sci-fi anime. Yeah. There. Backwards. Did they come up now? The, mm-hmm. the screen? Yeah, I got it. And what's, uh, what was really cool about it, because what sci-fi used to do when I was in high school, uh, between 1999 and 2003, is that uh, they'd have Anna Sundays. So they would have, like, interesting, cool anime movies, or they would, sh- like, string along several, several episodes together of an OVA of a shorter anime, like Area of the Zero was actually six episodes, um, that as if it wasn't movie. And this one, it's like, if you like space, if you like gore, uh, or like horror anime, because it kind of had this cross between the thing, alien, and like a fun bounty hunter, intense action, series Hmm. and it was it was a lot of it was very cool it was really engaging deep characters um and uh, i i would highly recommend it as like definitely maybe people you're trying to bring into the genre 
Now, where do you go to watch this stuff? I mean, is there a specific streaming service that offers all this different anime? Or? Well, surprisingly, a lot of it's on YouTube, but if you do want to pay the uh, studios and stuff, like the Funimation the uh, streaming service, Crunchyroll. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Netflix has a ton of anime on it. Oh, They're really? getting better selections, too. Surprisingly large amounts of it. Huh. Some of it good, some of it yeah. <laughs> had have any of my other connoisseurs uh, seen Area in the Zeron? I have not. Is Back? it on is it on uh Funimation? Uh I don't think so because it wasn't Funimation unless they uh, bought the rights, you know, to be able to stream it. Let me Where like but I, I, I guarantee it's probably on YouTube. Okay. If you if you find out where it is, I'll take a look at it. Yeah, I would just search on YouTube because, like, YouTube, you can watch the entire Fushigi Yugi episode. Oh, uh, God, like, don't watch Fushigi Yugi. I liked it. You stop. Uh, like, she, uh, Miyaki. Lightning doesn't strike twice, Linda. Miyaki. It did, it did in this case. Miyaki was the worst female protagonist ever, and I will <laughs> fight you. Drunken no. debate. So we. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It was all about her heart, which is the same thing that sold Sailor Moon was like, which uh, Sailor Moon Crystal got right compared to the manga and the poorly uh, dubbed original version that they brought over to the U.S., which is what made everyone like her was the fact that she had a big heart and she took care of other people. But what Fushigi Yugi was uh, is called the Mysterious Play. Basically, uh, these two Japanese girls end up finding a magical book in the library and falling into an an alternate universe, China, where there are four gods and they end up choosing these Mikos or priestesses that they'll gather these constellation warriors one by one and do a ceremony in which that kingdom can invoke a god. That's Sailor Moon, not Fushigi Yugi. I'll try and find it real quick. Uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't spell it. That the face is absolutely priceless. She looks like she's wearing a <laughs> flying she, spaghetti monster on her head. She made that face a lot. I mean, <laughs> not, not is that her old face? Just about. That is literally almost right. <laughs> How dare you? But yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> but it was a. Uh, it, it had some pretty dark, here we go, uh, basic, give me that, sure. It had some pretty uh, dark moments, but some really interesting themes with Same gender. Face, just a brunette. Uh, gender fluid, fluidity. Um, Same-sex relationships. Uh, oh. You know, like there was a lot of progressive themes for its time. Yeah, except Miyaki spends... Ex- about 90% of her time as a protagonist being kidnapped and having to be rescued. To be fair, she was dropped in the middle of a book uh, in an ancient world that she has no capacity to navigate. So I would like to see how you do, Seth, uh, getting dropped into the middle of medieval Europe. I would stab a lot of people. Just give him an axe. He's good. The only thing Seth you would have going <laughs> for you is the fact axe that you're man. six four and you would be a giant, and they would probably try and gather their knights to take you down as such. 
and they <laughs> would fail. <laughs> hey, sir, how's it going? Oh! <laughs> so, so these, so these stories, like this one you were just talking about, Fushigi, Ogi, Yugi. Yugi. Let me write that down. Sorry. Get it right. So, well, Bill, tell us is, how much Fushigi Yogi is like Johnny Quest. Is it is each episode standalone or is it a sort of a no, series? No, you have to. It's you have to watch it continuously. It's just yeah, that, that is pretty much the it's difference all, between like almost all uh, Western media and anime. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. just about everything is a t- contiguous story? There are very few anime that can be taken episode by episode just like on their own almost so there's nothing that would be equivalent to like the jetsons or the flintstones there are a few yeah, there's a few there's a oh, few okay. like pop team epic is one where it's like oh. it's literally just random chaos so and, but what what like what's our favorite god seth why am i blinking our favorite anime that makes fun of all the anime trumps and each episode is kind of standalone oh um, god yeah now i'm blanking on that god it, more alcohol helps. No, it doesn't. Not in this case. But it's like. <laughs> but the did original it? Japanese voice of Sailor Moon did this anime, and like it's really funny if you know what the the, oh. the, the tropes of anime is. And it's yeah. about this dude who's trying to take over the world, and he's got these two really dim-witted uh, servants. Well, one servant, and then the other is a princess from Mars who's constantly collapsing because. She's not used to Earth's atmosphere, so she likes constantly collapse and constant blood. Um, oh God! I was thinking about this episode f- or this series for this episode, and now I am blanking on it. It is killing me. Spoof anime. But yeah, so the whole series is just a parody of other anime series and the tropes that you find in it. Yeah, and it's an older one from the 90s, but like mm. I remember the first time I saw it, like I was collapsing. So, Jenna, you search on that. Excel Saga. Uh, yeah. Excel Saga, yes. What was it again? Spreadsheet Saga, yes. Oh, Excel Saga. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. But it's, it's a great introduction to all the tropes of anime. Um, because like in, in the episodes can be standalone for the most part. You just have to know that every episode is then basically pinking the brain, trying to take over the world, and random chaos ensues. <laughs> I can enjoy stuff like that. I can definitely enjoy a lot of stuff like that. Yes. Devin, if you've never seen XL Saga, highly I, recommend. If I can so, figure out how to see it, I will definitely do it. So basically this looks like yet Who, another sharing cartoon. Right uh, <gasps> hey. Linda, how Linda. dare you? Is that a cartoon? It seems right. to be that <laughs> all the women characters in this are fairly well endowed. Uh, all right, so that's anime in general. Yeah, so, let's let's th- be. That's actually honest. relatively tame for an- mm-hmm. by anime standards. Mm-hmm. You know, Mark's right. That is really tame for anime. I mean, on, is, yeah. on the ones where they're trying to paint the thin line, their breasts are as big as their heads. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So basically, like women in California, <laughs> and Texas. Ah, yeah, I mean, would put them to shame. Well, they, I, I feel like most anime are drawn by men who have no idea of what an actual breast would do in real life. <laughs> it's called it's called the the boob gravity effects. 
But I that, believe that's actually called jiggle physics. Yes, that is that is exact. It's a whole field of physics that Bill may be unaware of. I just yeah, no, it's like it's so. something that is specifically comes into gaming, like when they talk when they create the physics of gaming, and then the <laughs> and then they've got an alternate program that runs for breasts. Oh, basically, like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> she found it too quickly. Wow, <laughs> but that yeah. is also Holy a very god. Very <laughs> with that image of that that's on the screen now, and what? I, I think we gotta speak for all men at that moment. We I guess no fear of ink face. shortages on that cartoon. <laughs> I think what every that man from? that just saw that Who is just there sitting that? there right now, just going. That was Linda. What was that, Devin? <laughs> I was saying, I'm pretty sure every man that's watching this right now is probably just going to be sitting there going like this in the background. (laughs) (laughs) That's from an article from Quora that says, in anime, why are women drawn with such, hold on, it's ridiculous and distasteful proportions. I was expecting bodacious katas. (laughs) (laughs) Distasteful proportions. That's that's, uh, women's terms, bodacious katas. It says, besides the slight (laughs) cartoonishness, innate hey. to animal style anime style art very few characters could be described as having a figure that's not at least possible for regular humans to have however that was one that they'll never have <laughs> <laughs> she said i just cartoonish. wanted to draw your attention to the cartoonish uh, god why this linda's hitting us more times than bill <laughs> i think because he's trying to survive through the entirety of the podcast yeah so here's the thing <laughs> if- linda wants to kill us all Hey, I'll drink to that. So if you want an anime that's maybe not, that's a little less TNA focused, uh, there's Green Legend Ran. This is another obscure anime that was like one of my gateways. And it's it was very much, a, and it's like from the 80s, and it's an environmentally conscious anime in huh. which like these alien uh, megaliths just landed on Earth one day and sucked up all the oceans and the rain. So, uh, like, only what left of agriculture, like, grows around them. And there's, like, opposing forces in, in, among humans in the world trying to survive this new wasteland of Earth <clears throat> created by these megaliths. Well done, whoever did that. And, um, yep. There's and so a professional it, podcaster, people. Good. Yay. <laughs> so it's and it's, it's like a sci-fi futuristic apocalyptic anime uh, dealing with questions of environmentalism and things like, but it's got aliens. Huh. Well, that sounds interesting. It is, and it's a talk- movie. It's a standalone movie. Oh, okay. I'm surprised this topic is honestly not actually talked about like more done more series where it's like environmental like style and whatnot and like awareness to it because it's like maybe you could have done something but right now I have to feel like the creators are just like eh it's too late. <laughs> well, well here's the thing Devin like think about how many animes in the 80s and the 90s did ta- talk about Oh this. a lot of them. Yeah well, and and like the, you kind of get to the point where we accept the inevitable uh, desolate wasteland of the planet so we're just going to keep destroying Tokyo and honestly. go back to trading card heroes. Well I mean, a lot of modern science fiction owes a lot, and I realize that I'm repeating myself, to classic animation. Uh, Many modern creators have been influenced by uh, Battle Angel Alita, Mm -hmm. uh, Akira, 
many of the classic animations that have come before and come and are largely unknown here in the West. They, like, Which is shocking. Lot. Shocking, honestly. That reminds me. Yeah, and I'm glad the conversation's I taking do. a turn, I too, because anime is so much more than just a lot of breasts and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, exactly. the breasts are great. Right. I they're great. Oh, nobody's denying. Like, Holy they're, shit. They're, right. They're I picked up the Damascus blade. <laughs> Put that down. It's, 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 <laughs> is that foam? It. It's, hmm? Is that foam? It's resin. Oh. I was going to say, come to the apocalypse. I know where I'm going. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Like, directing this into a direction that maybe Bill and Linda would be interested in is Crests of the Stars. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me see if I can bring... Uh, it's still coherent enough to find the hand. So Crests of the Stars <laughs> is a much more of a... Uh, a uh, space opera. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one I have to try and find. This actually already intrigues me. Yeah. Uh, so where can, I, where can I find that, Seth? Oh God, I don't know. You're gonna have to actually Google where to find this one because I have it on DVD. Uh, Mark and I found this one through my uh, questionably legal. <laughs> Uh, acquisition Jar. of anime <laughs> yes. in the early so aughts. Much, so much anime. He bought a bootleg at a convention. Let's just be grateful. <laughs> uh, bought is a really strong term for what I was doing during my first two years of college. <laughs> so, fun story. Uh, Seth's bootlegging days is actually when I met him in college. Uh, I went to high school uh, with Mark's younger brother, who he and I are in the same grade, and my roommate in college at the time was uh, also a fellow high school classmate, Devin. So Glenn was in town visiting Mark, Mark who lived with Seth, and they were like, shit like, so Glenn's like, I have other friends, let's go see them, and they showed up. And then uh, we were all talking, and uh, I brought up anime, and we were chatting, and Seth was like, girls who like anime, what? Come check out all the anime. I have tons of it. And we were like, okay. So back in, the er- back in 2001 to 2003, I was on IRC and pirated all of the anime. Yeah, all, all of it. That sounds like all a Ron Swanson line right there. It's like, you thought I want some of the anime. I want all of the anime. The entire production I, of a country was in his <laughs> possession. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I hope that this isn't going to come back to bite me. But yes, I had so much of the anime. Until the FBI break down your door, then you're fine. No. I feel like Bill has said more for me. I love that too much for him to go to jail. But, what really stopped me was actually having money to buy the anime. <laughs> and then I bought the anime. And I bought pretty much whatever I could. Uh, but Crest of the Stars is a space opera. And I think Bill and Linda might like it. It's uh, So in the far flung future, humanity has colonized stars. And not only have they colonized the stars, but we've genetically engineered humanity until the point where the species basically splits off into several different shoots. One of them is known as the Ob, who have uh, genetically superior intelligence 
and a genetically superior ability to survive in space. And they've basically made a space empire, uh, taking over several different systems. And the series is about the relationship between uh, the heir to the empire and this kind of nobody uh, count who they've recently conquered. And it's kind of an overall view of the society in whole and the war that's happening. And it's very interesting. And like Mark and I watched this together and it's really good. Mark? Yeah, well, it kind of has that, uh, it kind of has that space elf princess falls in love with a doofy guy. (laughs) 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 Right? Doofy nobody. Yeah, doofy nobody, but who has, yeah, who has a lot of pride. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's skill. Really, he's good. Yeah, yeah, and he's got skill too, right? But yeah, it's it's just him teaching her about his world, you know, planet-bound issues, and her teaching him about her her world, which is you know, space empire running issues. And Most of the stars is on Funimation. Yeah. Well, uh, like the thing about the Ob is that they aren't. They don't live on planets, and they have issues relating to people who do live in basically uh, our planet bound they don't understand the issues there yeah yeah it's it's really fascinating it's it's a social it's kind of a social kind of series and it's yeah and it's very little to do about giant oversized breasts it's <laughs> to do and so i feel yeah. i feel like it gives us a doofy nobody's hope yeah, and it gives the doofy nobody's hope, which is very important in anime. Like, oh yeah, it's funny how ridiculous <laughs> dudes have five hundred beautiful, ridiculously proportioned women chasing after them. Yeah, uh, uh, one such example of that is Tenchi Muyo. Oh, Tenchi Muyo! That's a fun one. I figured we, ha- we had to bring up Tenchi Muyo if we're going to talk about fun abstract animes that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, can be entertaining. Exactly, and and set guys up with unrealistic expectations for how women will pursue them. <laughs> so what's basic- that one about? I don't know what you're talking about, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so what's so that bas- one about? Basically, uh, Tenchi Muyo is, you know, Tenchi is this guy who's in the upper right-hand corner of this image, and there's been a couple of different versions of it because, uh, it's had a lot of popularity and basically uh, some one of the versions depending on when you watch it is a the space pirate Ryoko happens to be uh, in legend this this demon and that his local shrine protects the the whole of the area against and they don't they don't realize she's actually from space and a pirate and he accidentally wakes her up going around and exploring the mountain and then uh, that's the woman on the far left. And then the woman next to that in the right with the purple hair is this princess who once Ryoko wakes up, space she princess. comes, space, space princess, princess, starts looking for it. Specific. And it just, it just degrades into this like situation after situation in which like multiple women from space end up falling or getting, getting like, stuck at his house I, under I, his pervy grandfather's uh, supervision <laughs> and they all want him. 
Linda's facial expression right now is fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's just a weird mix of just like... <laughs> so, well, so Tenchi Muyo is one of the very first harem animes. For dudes. Ah, or dude. Or what, Adam? What? Harem <laughs> animes harem? for dudes. Tell me this. Harem is this collection of women. No, all right. Who all want him. <laughs> Yeah. Another fantasy. Isn't another good example of that? Is it is uh, yeah. is it okay to pick up girls in the dungeon? Is that like yes. a great... I like that one. That's a very yes. good one. And here's the thing. He's like he's a very sweet, respectful guy who's like trying to be like, no, 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 no. Oh god. Maybe. So, <laughs> yeah. So maybe. what what characterizes a harem anime is one guy who has many, many women who are all in love with him, all of them uh, obviously anime beautiful, who are, and then he's just like caught between, in between the chaotic influences of all of these things. And it's... That, and that, that reminds me, it's a show I was watching yesterday because uh, I texted you asking you what I should, I should watch to bone up for the show. But before you did that, I went into Funimation and I, and I found something called Data Like. And I that is a that. straight up fan service. Oh, the fan service ones. Harem show. The thing is, like, Linda, that. Oh, that, Data Alive. I've never seen Data that. Data Alive. Yeah. Uh, Linda, there it's, is the reverse, which there's. There are like the single protagonist female with a bunch of men chasing her, and that's what Fushigi Yugi is. Yeah, yeah. So it goes either way. Both sexes in animation get that. Why is it everything I see, all these people look like little children? Oh, anime style? It's the animation style. It's all about making everything. And we're okay with just saying, oh, that's the animation style. That's what? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Well, yeah. it's supposed to look like little children. Well, well, no, they exactly. don't all look like little children. Not all. They pretty everybody you just I mean, showed me pretty much did. Like, they either look like little children or the women with the big breasts. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> children's faces with boobs. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't really see the children's faces. Sad. Let's be realistic. Yeah. It do look like no Come on, Sad. It's, it's oh, yeah. that is, that's the whole purpose of the widened eyes, though. Well, so, I mean, there's the whole Lolita thing yeah. that animation yeah. does. And there is, there is some Lolita. Fine line. Fine line on Lolita. <laughs> one of the characters, the one in the lower left-hand corner with the blue hair, is actually a child. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, right. And it's like the, the child's doing some there's, there's nothing sexual really happening in this other than sexuality, but uh, pushing some lines, which always makes me analyze Japanese culture a little bit. But I mean, anime does like to push that line. Like, oh, yes, that. they do. But so they've pushed it more than enough. No, they have yeah, Linda, it you, way you more than you don't even know. You Linda, don't. you have to you consider part of... Uh, you don't want what the issue is like their only free time culturally is high school and then like they're expected to work as adults there's no capacity to adventure so there's kind of like this nostalgic 
if I'd been in high school, the things I would have done or the opportunity you would have to really the things go I would have did the universe to, <laughs> to explore. Like and even then that has to do with six year old faces. I'm still uh, lost. Help me. I, I think we all are. <laughs> oh, okay. That's normal. Like we we are the anime is very much viewing another culture through a window that we don't understand a lot of. Well, and seeing how another culture views like different like subjects too. Like it, that's the thing I find the most interesting about it is just like seeing how like like for example like hearing hearing how another culture handle, handles like paranormal stuff where it deals with like ghosts, spirits, specters, whatever yeah. have you. It's like it's honestly interesting to see how they how it's shown and respected. So does all of this stuff come out of Japan or are different countries also produce anime? So there's, I, if I remember correctly, there is what's considered uh, your normal anime like produced over in Japan and then your Western style anime, okay. which are the ones where it's like normally done by like a major studio or anything like that. Hmm. Or uh, uh, yeah. Pretty much everything we've been talking about is anime from Japan. But there are Western studios that pursue that kind of style, hmm. like the studio that produces uh, Avatar The Last I was about to say Avatar was the first one that comes yeah. down whenever I think Western style. Yeah. And you have to think about Disney. Like, the whole Frozen thing is definitely adopting more of the anime Japanese style. Mm, and yeah. even mm -hmm. when you look at the series of style of the women, from Belle and Beauty and the Beast to oh, Ariel of yeah, The Little Mermaid, like... They're all big eyes, small nose, big lips. But they don't look like they're six. <laughs> but they look like they're teenagers. She's stuck on the six-year-old face right now. But the, if there is a difference, they look like there is. they're little tiny kids. And whereas but then again, that's also, again, that's again going against where they're going with the whole Japanese versus Western thing. Yeah. Where they're... I, I they just all look like Barbies in the West. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's Barbie how the styles out. really differ. Like, there's an entire animation style that has developed in the East as opposed to in the West, where a lot of our animation style has been informed by people like uh, Walt Disney. Whereas in the West, in the East, the animation style has been or, uh, influenced by other people. And a lot of other people, too. Two didn't really cross until the 1990s, early 2000s. Well, it, is, it should be noted too that like a lot of the animes that we got that became West, like popular in Western culture is solely because of the fact that, not that we recreated it, all we literally did was take that same anime, put English actors over it, and boom, yeah. you got Western people into those certain animes. Mm. But, but sometimes completely changing the animes but I'm not going to get into that because that's way too deep on the topic. <laughs> and the thing about the stylization too, Linda, is that it kind of allowed them, like the more stylized they could go, the more they could avoid some of the censorship issues culturally. Oh. So like the more fake it looks, the more they could get away with certain themes and images. Um, but, and, and what's interesting about that is that you know, you have these very stylized cartoon, cartoonish figures, like you said, it doesn't look realistic. Um, and they're very ambiguous in terms of racism sometimes, unless mm -hmm. it's explicitly said you don't know what race it is. Mm -hmm. So how that's been translating into the, to the cosplay world has been really interesting. I agree with that. 
you see like and and it seems like with everything we're seeing going on with racism and and you know black lives matter uh you one of the when people say there is no racism anymore get over it the first group that will tell you it exists are black cosplayers because even though a lot of anime is ambiguous it's overly stylized anyone should be able to do it you see Mm -hmm. a lot of white people doing Asian characters or Asian people doing characters that look like they should be white Europeans from the style. You have black people do it and then they get these huge backlash of not accurate, not right. I remember reading the comments of a, I believe it was a Starfire cosplay uh, where it was a black person doing it. I just remember reading all the things. It's like, why did you do this? You don't look anything like her. It's like, why are you going after her like this? Like this is, absolutely ridiculous like i i I don't get it i i don't get why people people need to do that i smelled on my beard sorry no go ahead (laughs) quick save it save it Uh, there's no saving this but anyway (laughs) it's in the beard it's in the beard it's saved (laughs) yeah you you can get it later it's in the beard right (laughs) say bill knows what i'm talking about (laughs) so like we, we we see this debate constantly mm. if you follow along with anime or with the cosplay community don't say any cosplay yeah honestly, any cosplay honestly. and that uh like people will just like you'll see these amazing cosplays of uh oh my god wow. black, that is amazing. Yeah, black cosplayers uh doing role roles that are traditionally for white characters but Ooh. I mean, look at that. I That's amazing. Love that. I yeah. love that. That is awesome. And uh, like, yeah, you'll see that, and like, it'll be a internet firestorm because, well, because they're not because uh, quote they're not supposed to look like that. That's yeah, no bullshit. Exactly. Like they will legit call them the N word on Twitter. Oh my god, you're cutting me. No, I'm not. And that's what they say. Like, you don't understand. You want to say racism doesn't exist. Right. And it is explicit, the black, the backlash they will get for their cosplays. I see Mark trying to say that. Look at that one. That one is so good. Oh, I know. The storm one is spot on. The storm one was Mm -hmm. spot on. Yeah, Mark. Well, I was just going to say, you know, cosplay is just about being a character that you like. You shouldn't have to be the same color skin. Exactly. Exactly. And here's what's amazing. We'll let men... You don't even have to be the same gender, right? Sorry. Yes. Yes. That point. That point. You can be whatever character speaks to you. Right. It shouldn't be about something superficial or any of that other baloney. Mm -hmm. Like, you remember that uh, cosplayer dude that came in when you did wearing the same outfit, Jana? Same thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the dude, uh, the the dude uh, who did the the male Lara Croft. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I know that guy. He does Captain America for, like, Team Human, and it's like, You wore it better. Like, this, this is one of my favorite cosplayers, uh, Cutie Pie Sin uh, wow. Sin Pie, and she Ooh. does she does some really she's great stuff. She's I know, it. and she's she'll be one of those people who will tell you her experiences. That some people will be like, "Oh, you're awesome," but there's a lot of people who will give her this backlash, like "cool but not accurate." 
Because huh. she that, that's yeah. garbage. That is garbage. She is actually like as close as she can be, honestly. Like, like I'm I'm Mexican American and I love um Shell from Road to El Dorado and I look at her in this Mexican American <laughs> character and I'm like, You're amazing. That is spot on fantastic. I, I and, I'm sorry, I gotta acknowledge the fact that Seth just tilted his head and just Dead stared that for like ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Road to El Dorado. The only thing missing was a little bit of, of drool coming out of the yeah. movies. It is Road to El Dorado is an amazing movie. It really it is. Does it, not it, get yes. the attention that it deserves. No, it does not. And yeah, I'm sorry, but that portrayal of Shell was, was that a was that another just head tiltingly. Dead on. Your last whiskey. Was she about to say it again? Is she about to say it again? Yeah. Was that one of those cartoon movies? <laughs> but here, no, we don't have to drink because it wasn't an anime. It wasn't anime. It was a cartoon. No, it's I'm a cartoon, sorry. not an anime. Uh, we're gonna drink it's anyway. It's the same thing. I said. I, I think you need a drink anyway after seeing that cosplay. He was drooling a little bit. He had to wipe it off. Cool, but I, you know. <laughs> We got to be reasonable because Seth is literally starting to invent his own language here. <laughs> what? I feel that's confused. unfair, John. That is unfair. Oh, yep, the slur is starting to come, my boys and gals. <laughs> boy, boys and girls. That is unfair. Boys and girls. That is unfair. That is so unfair. It's like I just give you the pre warning now that as I get more drunk, my wheeze just starts becoming more and more. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's not COVID. <laughs> No, I get tempted every day at work. If I had COVID, I'd be the first to know. <laughs> those look amazing. Oh, oh my God. Amazing. Look at those. But yeah, there is a fantastic, fantastic cosplay scene. And like, look, this is like, look at the talent of some of these people. This is literally just turned into like the half anime episode, half cosplay episodes, and I'm kind of about it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cosplay is all about seeing yourself in the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The and like, and we've, talked about, we've talked about this before. Man, if Anime Nebraska comes the next time, we just all need to cosplay just to keep easy to put up or shut up. Seth, <laughs> Seth won't do that. Nope. I'm a terrible costumer. Oh. You don't know. You haven't tried. I've like, tried. Look at this Batman and this fucking from 300 and dude, that is phenomenal. Holy God uh. damn. Yeah. Look at and, that Batman. And it's like these characters spoke to this artist, and look it's like they that. should be able to represent without this backlash of you're not the right color. Look and at this like, Space Marine armor. That yeah. is. God damn! Awesome. I mean, just to acknowledge the three hundred thing, even as a straight man, I can still say that dude's stacked. Right? <laughs> He's like, jacked. Look, jacked. Agreed. Like they had to, they had to digitally alter most of the actors in. Uh, yeah, they did. Three hundred. They, they had to spray. Didn't they have to spray a couple of the actors? Like their they would spray and digitally alter. Yes. Uh, okay, so th there's a. Like I am always in for the Avatar: The Last Airbender cosplay. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Josh Cato, who was on the uh -huh. show before, did a uh, did an Avatar: The Avatar: The Last. Oh, Airbender the no cosplay face one! I love it. At uh, 
Planet Comic Con that I went to, and it was the height of my plant Planet Comic Con. Say that was the thing, <laughs> that was one of my favorite things about going to Anime Nebraska for the first time this year is seeing like the diversity of the cosplays where you know you see like you know the ones that took a very long time and the other ones that you know just threw something on the closet and said hey this is fine <laughs> which is that's where it's interesting to see it's like to see the people that put the genuine effort in and the ones where it's like hey i just had this or i did this in previous years so let's just do it again and, oh, yeah. yeah well and i think with 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 some people you got to start somewhere with your cosplay exactly. <laughs> exactly you know so i think anybody that that goes to the effort uh, um, you know how however basic it is to however advanced it is it's exactly. great because people are just trying to do what they can within the means that they have perhaps and and showing their love for a particular character or or series or whatever the case may be i think it's great see that's the trouble i got in last year when i went because everyone was trying to guess what character i was i was and i was just like i'm just a man walking around this convention drunk that is it. <laughs> <laughs> I was very surprised that people knew who my Zardoz cosplay was because that was from a 1974 movie that sucked. It was mm -hmm. terrible. If you haven't seen it, do not. It's literally you're going to regret losing two hours of your life. But <laughs> I did it, but everyone knew what it was, and they were all running up to me screaming like the main line from the show. I mean the gun is good. The penis is awful. And it's like, I, <laughs> I do not feel like it's fair to say that everyone knew what you were. You, I was very surprised. I, I was expecting nobody to know what it was. Because I went the year before as Starblazer, uh, Derek Wildstar from uh, Space Battleship Yamato. I went to an anime con in an anime cosplay and nobody knew what it was. So I went this year. I said, what the fuck? Let's try this. And there it is. It's like people are running out to me from all over the con wanting to take a picture of me. It's like, you know what this is? How the hell do you know what this is? Maybe that's not why they wanted a picture. I was getting quite a few I like the, the inclusive atmosphere of NevCon because they're very supportive. Oh, yeah. they, very, but, they very much are. Mm -hmm. Since we're talking about anime con, let's drag this back onto anime. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark, what series do you want to talk about? <laughs> Linda, don't make fun of Seth. Come on, it was funny. You it were laughing. Funny. Funny. <laughs> I think all right, we're at the blood I feel like I missed right something here. Funny. I, I, I missed Linda too, making so. fun of me. No. Uh, no. You didn't no. miss it because it didn't happen. What? It didn't I, happen. No, someone's you're, ah, you're how dare you up. say that about Linda? She's a saint. A saint. <laughs> Linda is a saint. She puts up with Bill. Like I, I don't have that kind of face. Look at his, look at his shocked been face. There for the last half hour, looking like he's been lobotomized. It's like, what, <laughs> what did you drink, Bill? His rum is kicking in. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Why is the rum always gone? I know my scotch is kicking in. <laughs> it's just young Frankenstein's Frankenstein. Jesus Christ! Rum, good. Mark. So. Series I want to talk about? Well, I mean, just the first series I ever watched was Rurouni Kenshin. And I just feel yes. like it needs to be mentioned because my roommate just barged in and that was weird. Like, What's the name of it? It's a fantastic series. Rurouni Kenshin? Kenshin. Uh, it's about this. Uh, it's about this guy who grew up during the revolution in Japan from their, uh, from their emperor to their. The Meiji area. 
yeah, it's like a medieval folklore. Yeah, about the certain samurai. Yeah, about what it was to be a samurai at the end of you know, kind of the samurai shogun era, and into this new, this new era of you know, Western progressive, progressive, progressive one Japan governance. And what what it was for samurai back then, and there was this guy who fought for the change, right? Because he was on the outside looking in at this, and and then just he he kind of played the part of assassin during the war, and mm-hmm. it was just him dealing with his life after the war and, it was and just, PTSD, like very deep themes. Yeah, and it was just it was utterly fascinating, just a really great series. And you know, this is a guy who he lived he lived his life. You know, and he fought in a war, and he was the best at killing people back then. He was, you know, the top assassin. And after the war was over, he's like, okay, I've done my good deed. <laughs> what do I do with my life? You know, and he, he was wandering the country with a sword that's flipped around backwards. The blade's on the opposite side because he doesn't want to kill anybody anymore. If he doesn't right? have like, to, yeah. And it's just, it's really good. You know, it is. his life coming, you know, his past coming back to him. It's about, yeah, it's about change in the society. So good. Anybody who's watching this, watch Ruin Kenjin. Good show. And don't watch it with the English voice actors. I don't think they really got it. It was very bad. Yeah, that that is a show that where the English translation translation really drops the ball. Yeah, yeah. They just, they, they wrecked it, right? Like it was... You know, yes, it's an anime, and yes, it has silly anime tropes, but, you know, at, at the core of it, it's a really, you know, just a really heartful show. So, and yeah. to come full circle to what Mark said, like, so we've talked about all these animes, and even though they're cartoons, I think ah, what ah, attracted a... God so, damn, it. damn it! Sorry! Jenna, you <laughs> did it, Jenna. You did it. I know. So just, even just though... Just since Jenna did it. <sighs> yeah, you got a... Oh, oh, I felt that from here, Devin. Jesus. Oh, I got the vapors for you from here. So, um, I mean, it's weaker than normal buckets, I mean. So you say. So even though um, it's animation, there's a lot of deep themes that were addressed in Japanese anime that were not touched on because it was seen as too much for Western cultures, but they were brought over, even if watered down through some of the dubbing, you could still see what these themes were about. And and the loose- too much. <laughs> <laughs> and so like the loose, the loose um, representation, the very stylized uh, representation with these deep, deep themes, I think is what has opened it up so much in the last decade to, cosplayers from all levels who wanted to gender bend, change the, the, the look of the character, but all because they were touched so deeply by these things. Right. That's Josh. <laughs> got it. Got to always uh, yep. give, give love to Josh. Yep. And, and God, everything you see, he sewed himself. He is That's his own insane. tailor. And he, it's amazing because he didn't know how to sew or anything. And the first, uh, one of the cons he went to, he decided he was gonna go in the Doctor Who 10 spacesuit, the orange spacesuit. 
And so he just like took a pattern from like a pair of pajamas and <sighs> made it into a actual cosplay. Better man than me, man. It's like, I, I swear, yeah. I want to do that, but I don't think I can mentally survive the very first thing I sewed. I I don't, yeah. I mess it up on some fundamental level and I'd be so frustrated that I would just lose my mind. I, it, I feel so much better when someone else makes things for me. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Indeed. I, I feel like a cop out a little, but it's like, nah, I feel better about it when other people make it for me. Right. Say, so, yeah. here's Roni Kenshin. Ah, yeah. yeah. And, and like, that? known in the West as Samurai X. Yeah. Oh, Samurai. Samurai X. Mm. And, oh, and here's the thing, like, okay, <laughs> this is supposed to be a Japanese person. Samurai. How many ginger <laughs> Japanese people do you know? Zero. Exactly. And like, that's where obviously anime is so stylized. It's about the story. It's about the characters they created. Mm -hmm. And anyone should be able to be these characters. Of course. Right. This looks like Samurai. it can be pulled up by anybody. So Yeah. That's, that's commendable. I, I think this series is actually how Mark and I became friends. <laughs> weirdly enough. Where did and you guys meet? We met in college. Okay. Raymond we three. Met, yeah, we met in college talking of about anime. Really? Huh. Yeah. Well, we were actually we were doing homework in the study uh, study room on the floor. Right? Raymond two. Yeah, Raymond 2. Oh, you guys were Raymond 2? Oh, yeah, the because Raymond 3 is girls. We're, we're you're men. You're right. Raymond 3 is for the women. Yeah. Yeah. Raymond yeah. <laughs> 2 is for the men. They didn't mix the floors on our in our college, unfortunately. No, they didn't. Anyway. <laughs> unfortunately, says Mark. Says, would have said you, Seth. Don't even front. Wondering How many times did you knock on my door just after my shower? And I'm like, I Seth, feel like you're been... accusing me of something right now. <laughs> I, I, that is not Now fair. it's come. And now it, it all comes, comes out. out. <laughs> Can we no. sound the Hansel alarm, ladies and gentlemen? It's <laughs> <laughs> not fair of you to accuse me of this on a recording. <laughs> no, no, no. It's going live to the world. No, well, maybe not live, but you know, the world will see this. God damn it, Jenna. <laughs> what have you done? Your past always comes back to haunt you. Pointed out that Mr. Ossifer. <laughs> yeah. We met in the study room and we were talking about anime and the princess bride but that's yeah oh princess bride uh, uh, yeah we we obviously weren't studying very hard <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is like i have all the anime i'm like sensei show me show me the way <laughs> why do i feel like show there was like, probably someone like two seats away from you guys like will you guys quiet down please i'm trying to study <laughs> i have <laughs> at in my the first thing. couple of years of college i had Three binders of of uh, <laughs> not <careful>. women. <laughs> <laughs> binders of women. No binders of CDs. Oh, like oh. You, you you know like that's oh, much man. more depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it wasn't depressing. I'm just saying I had I had pirated all of the anime. All, all of the anime. All of the anime. You had that. I had show head jumps. 
Like, I'm pretty sure that UNL put its uh, rate limits on its download speeds because of me. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm He's sure. joking, not joking. For reals. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. Well, the bad man. <laughs> so I feel like we've given Bill and Linda lots of good uh, traumatizing starters and titles. <laughs> Yes. Is there anything else we should bring up before we should go? Say, since obviously I, I got a good one. I got oh, a yeah. good one for you. Yeah, uh, blue girl. Uh, so, <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta show you this one. So, the original Japanese name for it is uh, Gaku no Kaidan, otherwise known in uh, Western terms as ghost stories. Oh. <laughs> so, there's a funny story about this anime and how it came into Western culture. Uh, and if you look it up on YouTube, this is literally the first thing you're going to find. So, when the Japanese, uh, when they aired this in Japan, it was a more serious, like, paranormal, spooky-based, like, anime, Ooh. whatever. So, when they sent the rights over to uh, America, because they were like, well, it's not doing too well over here, let's see what America thinks of it. They didn't just send the streaming rights. They sent the full rights to the series. Oh, geez. Uh -oh. So basically, because of this, they were able, able to grab English voice actors and just go nuts. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm literally telling you, if you go look on YouTube right now and look up Ghost Stories Funny Moments compilation, you are just going to see absolute anarchy. Yes. <laughs> oh, let's see, no. Because let's, let's, let me see if I can remember uh, all the characters here, because I've watched this show religiously. Uh, so this one that you see right here uh, with the blue hair in the back, she is a hardcore Jesus freak. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh my god, this is starting to come back to me. I feel like I may have um, watched this under the influence of something. So, uh, yeah, no, I did too. Uh, so this one uh, in the blue hat that you see over here is uh, their Jewish friend. And they, he, makes <laughs> his, uh, he actually breaks the fourth wall a lot <laughs> and makes a lot of Jewish, Jewish tropes. Um, oh no. Uh, the guy in the blue jacket over here is the neighbor next door to uh, the one in the white schoolgirl outfit over here. And he makes some very, uh, let's just say, suggestive terms towards this woman. <laughs> so the show pervert. The show pervert. Because yeah, the there's always pervert, a pervert yeah. in the show. Uh, and then obviously, pervert. Yeah, so this is our female uh, protagonist. Uh, she's the one that kind of like starts uh, discovering all this, which is insane about... The thing that starts all this is her cat gets possessed by a ghost. Her cat. Her cat, <laughs> who runs away and, and goes into a haunted building, ends up leaving there one possessed guy. by a demon. Uh, I just want to come back to this. Yes. Her cat. Her cat. Gets possessed <laughs> by a ghost. But we must talk about the golden character of this goddamn show. This little guy right here. So... Uh, uh this kid is notorious for not making any sense when he talks. Like he'll take, he'll say like normal phrases or whatever. But like, at one point uh, during the show, I can never forget this. Um, <laughs> uh, the little sister's washing dishes in the kitchen or, or whatever, and all of a sudden, this little boy walks in, uh, like scared, and she's like, "Why aren't you asleep? Are you scared of the demon ghost? I shit you not." The way this kid responds is, this might be a little loud, so I'm just going to back up real quick. 
<laughs> I was expecting something more like, I like pumpkin pie, but that's <laughs> even more terrifying. And Mark, like, are you so scared of the demon ghost? And, and yeah, are you scared of the demon ghost? He responds like that, and then uh, he goes up to her and starts crying, and then <laughs> this is, again, this might offend somebody, so I, I apologize in advance or edit it out what you gotta do. But he, she literally just goes, why are you crying? And the, this kid literally just goes, because my pajamas are gay. <laughs> oh no! It's uh, literally just a bunch of shit like that. If I could remember some of the other jokes that uh, I can funny. remember. Oh, uh, let's see. There's one where the grandpa just goes, "When this bitch kicks, I'm moving to Vegas." Um, <laughs> We're talking pre-Cosby Show era uh, anime here. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. And it's called just the ghost stories. So literally, if you look up ghost stories on YouTube, you can literally just go through and find every funny moment. And I swear to God. These guys oh. went nuts with this anime. Oh, it's ghost stories. Ghost stories, yes. Oh. And oh, I yeah. have, I can verify, it. you can, yep, it is fucking just, I'm going to stop sharing my screen real quick. Give me okay. Oh my God, there's some line that says, just touch me harder, and this girl's talking to a bunny <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> I figured this was the perfect one to close on, because there's a lot of conversation topics out this one. <laughs> oh God. So... Everything you need in a randomness anime. Okay, good deal. Yeah, it, it's honestly one of my favorites. Probably very close next to the Shin Chan, but we won't go with that. Oh, cool. Shin Chan. <coughs> well, in no. the, did we did we decide what kind of anime to recommend for Bill and Linda? Oh, well, they yeah. got a list of things. They Crystal got a list of stars, of things. Green of Legend Ram. But what do you think they'll really like? What do you think they'll really want? Uh, they need to watch all of it, John. Stop uh, giving them it out. Not They're not going to do it. They'll like. The ghost stories wouldn't I feel like it'll be a little bit more interesting. I, I, just agree the humor's said, I think they would like a lot of this stuff if they watched it, but what is something that you think that they would definitely What like? was the space opera one again? Crest yeah, of the Stars. Yeah, that might be that, good, that's, yeah. my, that's where my money is. I, I think they'll like Crest of the Stars. I am going to check out Crest yeah. of the Stars myself. I, I will as well. All right, as we'll I check it out. The, uh, yeah. What was it? Shin... Uh, <laughs> we'll check it out and report back. What was the other one? It was Shin... Shin... You... There you go. There you go. What was that first one you liked, Jenna, that you talked about? Iria Nazera. Can you spell that? Area, just look up I R I A, area. So and it'll come up, like if you start Amazon doing area Pro. anime, area and the Zerum. So I think that one's streaming on Amazon Prime. If there's right. any on Prime, just send it to me because I need to watch some new shit. I'm so tired of trying to watch Flavor of Love 3 and acting like I give a shit about it. <laughs> the, the, uh, uh, the, the sci fi climate awareness one was uh, Green Legend Run. Dude, I'm gonna have to watch that ASAP because I I'm excited to see that. I've never watched that before, but I'm definitely gonna check that. Mark, mm. suggestions? Suggestions? Gosh, Rurouni Kishin was a good suggestion. Yeah, really? That's a great English. one. Amazing Just don't watch it in the in the English dub. Watch it yeah, with the uh, subtitles. Otherwise, it's gonna be garbage. Uh, Twelve right. Kingdoms is really good. Uh, it's kind of kind of very fantasy, actually. Twelve Kingdoms. Uh, oh God, Twelve Kingdoms is so good. Yeah, I wish. Uh, yeah, I wish there's more of that series. Oh, <laughs> it hurts me that there's only what two seasons of it. Yeah, uh, so Twelve Seasons was a. You mean fan. Twelve Kingdoms? 
Yeah, this, Twelve Kingdoms was a fantastic. Twelve seasons of kingdoms is kind of all the things and stuff and things. Quit oh, making no, fun of the drunk people. Yeah, about that. That's about that. Uh, Twelve Kingdoms. The it made it like two seasons because the author got cancer and couldn't make any more. Oh, no. But it was I know. So good. Oh. It's so sad. Well, because on that note, <laughs> I swear to God, if we end the episode on that note, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> I, have, I have one more thing. It's like, what is the most Johnny Quest type anime? Uh, Ooh. Give up on Johnny Quest. Ooh, that's yeah, a good for question. You, so you like watch some of this stuff? Sounds like Quest of the Stars might be close. I think if you really want to get into just because they have a spaceship. If you want to get into anime tropes, watch XL Saga. Because it's a bunch of hilarity. So I, I have one question, though. It's like, so Captain Planet, is that going to be towards the Western style or is that going to be fucking something else? Oh, God. Captain Planet is so Sentai-inspired that... Yeah. You, yeah. Oh, Hentai-inspired? Okay, so Sentai. <laughs> huh? We're Hentai. opening up a whole new box here. <laughs> Although I'm sure there's hentai parodies of Captain Planet. Please just like no. there's hentai parodies of uh, Sailor Moon and the Seven Balls. So, which is so, a Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon parody. There are undoubtedly hentai yeah. So, uh, in my mind, Captain Who? Planet hentai is a lot like Flesh Gordon. <gasps> oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> right. You're huh? absolutely right, Bill. Yeah. You've no, got I have learned so understand. much I cannot know. I'm sorry, but John's <laughs> face is the best right now. <laughs> well, I'm just it's it's interesting to watch this whole quagmire continue to deepen and Bill's just sitting there with a shit eating grin on his face. <laughs> and then popping these answers up. I'm trying nowhere. to figure this out. Flash Gordon. We've actually <laughs> taught Bill something. He understands. I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> what is the Johnny Quest of anime that Bill can understand? What's it's... the Johnny Quest of hentai? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I almost choked on my drum. <laughs> Oh God! I can talk. Is that right, state? Would I make that? I feel like we should end on that note. That is the audience. That is the question for the audience. What is the Johnny Quest of anime, and then also hentai? Well, if it's hentai, then <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid for that little Indian boy that that hangs around. With Ooh. I am legitimately not well right now. I'm gonna die. What is the Johnny Quest of hentai? <laughs> I need an adult. Hey, you know what? Race Bannon's on that one, so you know it's a gush shot for uh, President Pence. And it's terrible that I'm gonna listen back to this episode and be like, Oh my god, I said that. (laughs) (laughs) As do we all quote, What is the Johnny Quest of Hentai? Devin Price. <laughs> if you want to leave us answers, go to our Synergy Nation web- network website. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I there do you not go. want to look at those answers, by the way. I do yeah, not. Keep plugging, Devin. Hey, I mean, I always use that SYN, SIN Nation fucking plug on every commercial. This is not even a joke. <laughs> I actually had our last guest from this past week actually ask us what the SINNation.net link went to, and I was like, don't. Do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it's a trap. Hey, when's your next? When's your next podcast? 
Uh, we had just dro- actually dropped our one that we recorded on Friday, actually yesterday. So right. at the party, did you did you I'm record it at the party? I want you to work Johnny Quest hentai into it somehow. <laughs> no. So here's the funny thing: is the next episode we're supposed to have, we're gonna supposed to have a uh, haunted house uh, makeup effects artist on Ooh. it. So Ooh. I can pretty sure I can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. So. Oh, so, have you ever done some Johnny Quest hentai? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that's a good idea. Yeah. Do you you want an answer that's not no? No, 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 no. See, this is the thing that people don't realize. If you haven't gone back and listened to one of our episodes, at the end of one of our episodes, and I want you, any any that listens to Galactic Driftwood, to go to our shit and listen to it. In the last 10 minutes of one of our episodes, we go on a 10-minute rant about different porn categories. (laughs) So once again, for our listeners, that's thoughts and shots. (laughs) (laughs) go and check out their episodes for the 10 minutes on porn categories am i right yeah i was doing a drinking game and i'm pretty sure that was the night where i made a homemade adios motherfucker yeah (laughs) Ah. say you want the gist of our show just look at me now <laughs> so special thanks to Mark and Devin for joining yep. the Galactic Driftwood crew for tonight's uh, anime episode. Yeah, thank I was, you guys. I, I, thank you so much. Uh, the crossover episode that I've been waiting for is definitely this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, we've needed to get a crossover with some of our uh, Synergy Nation brethren here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seth, it looks like you're struggling at this point. We'll have to do uh, what. He's still got Johnny Quest hentai on the brain. Yeah. <laughs> All I've done is take <laughs> off my glasses. Like, here, how's this? Is that? Yeah, bad? I haven't heard any struggling from Seth. I heard some slurring earlier, but I yeah, think he's worked bit, through it. A little slurring. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. That comes from me when I've gone through this in the entirety of the episode. <laughs> like, well, we'll have to make sure that we, uh, we advertise out our next After Dark session a little more in advance to give people a chance to plan for it so we can get some more Sin Nation folks on here. This is an After Dark episode, so whatever so was in this glass before we started, it's gone now. So that, su- that super cast after dark is <laughs> going to be just absolute anarchy. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I don't know he what you're talking about. I don't know. He what. just dumped water and ice cubes on his keyboard. <laughs> no, my keyboard's just fine. You it's had worse. It's had worse substances on it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, and type- after talking about hentai, I think that's where we'll end the show. I'm right. about to say, you can't even type in hentai on this keyboard no more. I love you. I love that that's you're going to walk away from this with hentai on the brain. That's we, we, we've learned a lot about Seth in this show. There's yeah, we got oh, strange on. fluids on his keyboard, <laughs> and he's got a calendar of Jenna's shower time. No, he knows when to show up at her place. Oh, God, you're going to get me in trouble now. That is not what anybody Before we close out, can we not? for you. I've got this for you. Can we not name this episode Seth's Got Hentai on the Brain? (laughs) I'm in charge of what this episode is called. It's going to be called Bill's Got Hentai on the Brain. I can tell you that right now. Not as funny. No, I think this should be anime. I need an adult. (laughs) That's actually a really good title, Jenna, and I'm going to attempt to remember that. Yeah. He's going to drink yeah. more bourbon and just be like, wait, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you see the ruined remains of your keyboard in the morning. 
I think. Oh yeah, the hentai thing. Okay. Yeah, well, we my keyboard go. is just fine. I'm or sure. he's gonna just take the water from the keyboard and he's just got, fucking. Drink he's got it one of those plastic covers like they have at the restaurant, so that the, there's still some booze in it at the McDonald's, <laughs> so they don't get French fries juice. It's like in it. you guys don't even know what a gag is. <laughs> you say plastic. All right, you say kids. Pla- <laughs> you say plastic cover. I see tarp. Do <laughs> <laughs> you need one? Okay, fine. Yeah, let's just, let's just make me the laughing stock of this episode. Hey, that's hey, usually me and my podcast. So. I've got a hug for you, Seth, right here. Oh, I saw that double thumbs up, Mark. I am going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. Well, thank you all for tuning in for another episode of Galactic Driftwood. Hope you enjoyed it. We will have another After Dark episode soon, I'm sure. And uh, we'll give you an advance notice so that you'll decide for yourselves whether you really <laughs> want to partake. <laughs> Just so we will see you all next time. time in two weeks. Uh, check us out on our website, galacticdriftwood.space. You can also find us and our uh, fellow podcasters on sinnation.net. That's S-Y-N nation.net. And, With special uh, thanks to uh, Devin from Thoughts and Shots and Mark. Hey. Absolutely. For joining us, and we'll see you all next time. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. All right. Have a nice night. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.